Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to the SCL Mortgage Show, our latest edition, October 23rd, 2021. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. As always, and uh, Larry, you've been busy this week as October is already coming to a close, and we're well into the autumn season. Too fast, Sandy, too fast. Every month, every every year, it seems like as I get older, the time goes by faster. I I don't know why. Well, that's probably a good thing. (laughs) That means uh, you're busy and you're vibrant. Hey, I understand you recorded a new 30-second commercial spot with a fan regarding interest rates. Uh, Tell our listeners what that's all about. Is it uh, an impending rise in interest rates? What exactly did that 30-second spot consist of for people who haven't heard it? Okay, well, yeah, hopefully uh, you have a lot of loyal listeners, Sandy. And um, um, <clears throat> I think that uh, commercial went in rotation with the commercials that you do for us. Thank you very much. But I felt I, I had to think a little bit about it before I did it because it's not the best news. I mean, interest rates are on the rise. But I thought, I'm going to tell folks because I think it's my responsibility. I'm not trying to scare people. I'm not chicken little skies falling. But folks, interest rates are on the rise. And and I quoted two th- reasons why is because inflation is here and or it's coming. I mean, prices yeah. of stuff is just going up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's that, that's, that's indisputable. The second reason is that the Fed has said they're going to begin what they call tapering. Tapering is of their purchase of mortgage-backed securities. They have been doing that for some time. That's kept interest rates down, but they're going to stop doing that or they're going to taper back. So those two reasons um, are the reason that interest rates are going up, and they will probably continue to. I'm not saying they're going through the roof. I'm not saying it's happening overnight. But if you haven't refinanced your mortgage, you probably want to do so now because The rates are still really good, but they're not as good as they were. Do you think this rate increase will continue? We don't like to do crystal ball gazing here, and I know you hate to do that. (laughs) But give us a sense of what your expectation is. You just seem to indicate, if I understood you correctly, that they might continue to rise for a while. And you've always told me they go up faster than they come down. Yes, they do. They, they they absolutely do, Sandy. It takes a long time. When I say a long time, it takes weeks, sometimes months for interest rates to, to decline by anything significant. But but when they go up, they typically go up much faster. Now, I when I say go up, I'm not saying they go from 3% to 4 to 5 to 6 We, we don't take mm-hmm. jumps like that. But we do take jumps in could be an increment of an eighth or a yeah. quarter. Right. Uh, that's pretty common. So, yes, they have gone up. I um, uh, One of our loan officers came to me this week and said, hey, I was going to lock the interest rate in for some customers of mine, and they went on vacation for a week, and now they've come back and the interest rates are higher. What am I going to do? I said, well... You just you have to tell the customer, you know, there, there's options, there's ways that we can mitigate that if it's something more. Um, but we have to take a look at the entire picture. What was the rate? What's the rate now? What's the savings? What can we do to still make have it make sense for the customer? So that's what we did. But 
you know, we can't if if interest rates go up, they go up, right? So it's just more. There's of only a, so much you can do. There's exactly right. only so much you can say. Th- thank you. That was what I was trying to say. So it's important that people give us a call now and get that rate locked in. How much effect will all of this have on home purchases? Do you imagine? Well, it it could be substantial, Sandy, because if you think about it, the three things we <clears throat> excuse me look at when we qualify somebody for a mortgage, we look at their FICO score, we look at the down payment, and we look at their income, income to debt ratios. So if your mortgage payment was going to be, let's say, $2,500 before, and your income to debt ratios are right at the top, and now you're based on the new interest rates, your payment is going to be 2600 or 2650 well, that could affect your income to debt ratios and maybe you don't qualify. So it, it's not a, a monster effect tomorrow, but it could potentially be have some effect on some people qualifying. So let's say a refinance is involved and it made sense for some people. Are you saying it won't make the same kind of sense for those people any longer? Um, I'm not exactly saying that, Sandy, because interest rates are still really good. So I would encourage people make the phone call just to find out if it makes sense for you. Now, it may not make sense for you, and it just depends on people's individual situation. If if interest rate, if your interest rate is, you know, three and a half percent, well, that might not make sense. But I would still say if your interest rate is at four percent or more, give us a call. If you're going to stay in your house for an extended period of time, give us a call, right? Because there's always closing costs, there's payment savings. So we need to do the math for each and every person. Then we can best advise, or at least they can make the best decision for their family, depending on what those numbers say. Panic, no. Urgency, yes. Absolutely correct. All Thank right. You. <laughs> uh, you've been in the mortgage uh, industry for 33 years, as we all know, and serving Colorado for more than two decades. So would you agree, and you've laid this out as specifically as you possibly can, I know, but would you agree that interest rates basically today are still pretty good in the grand scheme of things? Absolutely, they are. Absolutely. Um, Do we have 1.875 or 1.99% fixed rates anymore? Well, If you want that 15-year FHA mortgage, then yes. But honestly, nobody needs an FHA mortgage for 15 years, and especially if you have 20% equity. So, you know, but in answer to your question, Sandy, yes, interest rates are still good. My gosh, when I got in this business 33 years ago, fixed rates were at 9, 10, 11%. Oh, Tough to get a loan closed and adjustable. I mean, it, it was just very, very hard. So if you look at that and compare over the last 33 years, I don't know that there's been a time when they have been this good. Now, six months ago, 12 months ago, yes, they were a little bit better. But today, they're still really good if you look at the grand scheme of things. So again, it, it's worth that phone call. Is qualifying for a mortgage easier or harder than it was, say, 10 years ago? Uh, about four years before SCL Mortgage was formed. You remember back in 2011? Yeah. Qualifying for mortgage easier, harder back then than it is today? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because for a couple of reasons. One, interest rates are lower, so it's easier to qualify. Yeah. 
Two, <clears throat> our guidelines have been expanded so that we can now allow income to debt ratios to 45% or maybe even 50% in some cases. So, and, and we also have this really cool tool, <clears throat> excuse me, which is called a automated underwriting system. So if we can get an approve eligible with the customer's information, then we're ready to close the loan. So there's not a lot of credit overlays and extra things that we've put into place to make it harder to qualify. So I would say it's easier to qualify today than it was five or certainly 10 years ago. But the main factor is interest rates. I mean, money is so cheap right now. Imagine bar- <clears throat> excuse me, borrowing money for 30 years in low single digit. That's pretty good. That's really good, actually. Well, it's a fascinating business, and I can only go back to January of 19, was it? Yes. When we were talking yes. about 5% interest rates. Five and a quarter. So yeah, you're right. This is still better than that, and we're talking about almost three years. Mm-hmm. Coming yeah, up we're in January. coming up January twenty twenty two January of twenty twenty two and still really, really good rates. So that that's a great comparison. Remember then we we were talking about those rates as being pretty good because they were pretty good then. But now we're we're in a whole different uh, rate environment. So <clears throat> it's a great time to buy and it's a great time to reduce your debt or reduce your payments on your mortgage. So, again, if it makes sense for you, let's talk. Is any of this being reflected in the volume of business you're doing right now? You know, that's an interesting question, Sandy. Um, <clears throat> we just hired a lady that came from another mortgage company in town, mm-hmm. very large company. I don't have to say the name. But she said they laid off a bunch of people because it had slowed down. Interest rates had gone up. Business slowed down. But I... We are still crazy busy. It's been it's still really good for us. Last month was a record month. We're on track for another really really good month. So fortunately, we were able to hire this young lady who's a really really good hire. And thank you, Katie, for coming on board. <laughs> I want to <laughs> shout out to you. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, it hasn't affected our volume. But uh, the other thing is, Sandy, we're in a lot more states now than we were. Uh, true. And True. so that has kept our That's volume up. up. Absolutely. Uh, it's, helped out. it's helped up more states. And we have a lot more loan programs than a lot of lenders. So we have more options, yeah. which keeps us busier and good for our customers. Well, we're going to talk about something we spoke about at length last week coming up. We talked a lot about FICO scores, keeping one's financial house in order, so to speak. So, uh, I'm curious if you got any feedback on that, and we'll talk about that next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues. The SCL Mortgage Show continues now on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan, Denver Sports Station. And, of course, Larry, we uh, always want to remind people about how to contact you and any and all of your loan officers, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. We talked so much over the last two weeks about FICO scores and keeping your financial house in order. So I was curious as to what kind of feedback you may have gotten from our listeners. We may hear more on customer emails a little bit later on in the program. But uh, personally, I thought it was excellent advice. I learned some things. Could you describe the feedback you got? Uh, I I would be happy to. And and I'm 
Thanks for asking that question, because I had a number of loan officers come to me this week and said, hey, I think I know what you were talking about on the radio last weekend with Sandy, because a lot of people called and they said, you know, I think our FICO scores are good, but it sounds like they might be able to be better. Mm-hmm. Is there something you can <laughs> that do? That was the idea. That was the, <laughs> yes. So, so um, I, I think our listening audience has grown exponentially, Sandy, in the four and a half years we've been doing this because um, <clears throat> all of the questions and the calls and the emails are related to topics that we just talked about that week or maybe the previous uh, two weeks. So we did get a lot of those calls and, and, and they my loan officers told me that it was about, let's take a look at my financial household and see if you can save me some money. Because if I can save money, then that's a really good thing for our family. There's you know, more money in our pocket and less going out the door every month. So, yeah, thanks for the uh, the question and um, thanks for the, the listeners who did call and comment about that. Since I've been doing this show with you and we're at the uh, four and a half year mark this month, October of 2021, it occurred to me at various times along the way that it would be a pretty good idea if they taught these kinds of lessons in school, that there were classes to tell you about how to save, uh, how to spend appropriately, buying a house, refinancing your mortgage. You dispense uh, so much knowledge yourself. You're a walking, talking seminar uh, on the subject. You could teach a class like that. I'm wondering why it isn't taught in the economics department specifically. Yes. I, you know, I, it wasn't taught when I was in school, and we put four boys through school, and they never talk about a class like that. Maybe it's out there today. Our, our youngest is 23, so maybe they're teaching it today. I know um, our youngest learned uh, some things about that at Baylor in some of the classes he took in, in business administration. But I think it would be a great idea. Start when kids are younger. Here's a checkbook. Here's what it looks like. Here's how you use it. Here's how you don't want to use it. Um, <clears throat> I was a, I want to say I was a sophomore in high school, maybe when my dad opened a checking account for me and he mm-hmm. said, okay, this was a small town, uh, North Dakota. Sure. He said, don't ever bounce a check, son, because if you do, <laughs> everybody in the county is going to know yeah. about it. Yeah. So, boy, I, I learned that you just don't, you've got to take care of your financial household, whether you're, you know, in your twenties or in your sixties or seventies, but I wish they would teach that class. And, and, you know, you just mentioned something. I wonder if it would make sense to schedule a seminar. I wonder if people would come and we would talk about, here's the do's and don'ts. Here's what makes sense on a mortgage or a purchase. That's an interesting thought. I got to think about that some more. And yeah, I know this business very, very well. So I'd love to share my information, my knowledge with people. That would be that would be fun for me. I think it'd be great. Uh, you get together with some of your loan officers mm-hmm. and uh, do some teaching. I think uh, you'd find a receptive audience. You said before we started today that you had some more advice for our listeners. We've got a few minutes. You want to share that advice? Absolutely, I would like to. And, you know, just another thought on that seminar, we would make it free. Yes. We wouldn't want to charge people. And, you know, we have coffee and drinks or whatever, but it could be a way of people learning and maybe some businesses derived out of it. So 
You may have hit the nail on the head there, Sam. Well, I'd be glad to MC. Okay. Just as long as I'm not on the panel itself, <laughs> right? Uh, I'd be glad well, you're to pretty MC good at MCing. You've got 40 years of uh, doing that. So, you know what? I did a little bit of research this week, Sandy, and I uncovered some really cool things about, you know, good advice for our listeners, good advice for people that that are, you know, you have a financial household, whether you're renting, whether you have a family, don't have a family, whether you're buying, some really, really good things. And I know um, I know you well enough to know that you know this. The, so the first thing that I, I found out, if you do not develop the habit of saving, the seeds of greatness are not within you. Because if you buy the things you'd want, you may not have the capital to buy the things you need, right? So spending habits... Um, I think are huge, huge. And it, it's very relatable to the mortgage industry because if we can save you money on a refinance, why would you not want to do that? Mm-hmm. If you want to buy a house, have the wherewithal to buy a house, and can buy a house now with these interest rates, why not do that as opposed to when they're 5 6 7%? So I think that's extremely important. And I think some more really good advice for people is that it's extremely important to live within your means. I believe frugality ultimately leads to being wealthy in all aspects of your life. So if you're good with your money, you're you've you're doing the best you can with your financial household, but I think that probably even spills over into other aspects of your life, whether it's your you know, your relationship with your spouse or relationship with your friends or your church or or whatever it is, being a good steward of your money and if you're built that way or you teach yourself those things, that can be a benefit to other parts of your life as well, I think. So, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I love finding nuggets like this and, and sharing them with our, with our listeners. You also said you had something you wanted to share with the audience. And I believe you heard this on the Schlereth and Evans show. Oh, this was classic, Sandy. I... You know, I, I listen and I read and I, I learn and, and many times I do that to get these nuggets so that I can talk about them on, on the air. And you know what they were talking about? They were talking about um, being the very best you can on the football field. And they were talking about being a student of the game and giving 100% every single time. And then they talked about you, my friend. I don't know if you heard it, but they talked about Sandy Clough. And being prepared to come on the show. And they said some people will look at their computer. Sandy Clough happens to walk around with this stack of paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he knows every piece of paper that's in that mm-hmm. stack and what information is in there. And you do a really, really good job of preparing for your show. So I think – so I, I sort of translate that to life and the mortgage world. And, and so to be the best you can be – I have this here. I want to tell you. Okay. So you might as well turn it up a notch or two. Invest more of you in whatever you do. Right. Whether you're a talk show host, whether you're a football player, be a little stronger, be a little wiser. Step up your vitality contribution. If you put everything you got into everything you do, then you can ask for more vitality, more strength, more vigor, more heart, more soul. But I think that's huge. If you're going to do it, why not be the very best you can be? And have a 40-year reputation like you do, and I'm sorry to embarrass you, but um, you you just got to do the best you can do, right? So good for you. And So um, what's the phrase, vitality? Yes. So it is, I'll tell you, 
Um, be it, you might as well turn it up a notch or two. Invest more of you in whatever you do. Be a little stronger. Be a little wiser. Step up your vitality contribution. Contribution. Yes. Put everything vitality you got into everything you do. What, Excellent. It, no, really good. Life strong advice. stuff, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yep. I, I knew it. And they talked about you specifically. You've got that stack of paper, and I've yeah. seen you walk around with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's like Linus's security blanket in some ways, I, <laughs> I, I suppose. I probably don't uh, use more than uh, 5% of it, but you never know. You never know. And uh, it's uh, certainly a hallmark of uh, your business and what your loan officers and your operations people, the entire staff, put out on a regular basis. 303-790-2222. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And we'll come back. I believe you've got customer emails. Oh, I have a bunch. And I notice a big paperclip, which uh, (laughs) always suggests quite a few emails. They're all fresh. They've all come in within the last week. And we'll get to them next as the SCL Mortgage Show moves on. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the SCL Mortgage Show, our favorite segment of the week customarily is customer emails, and we'll have those coming up in just a moment. But we want to remind people of the phone number again for SCL Mortgage, 303-790-2222 and MySpecialMortgage.com. We also want to make mention of the show you do every Sunday morning from 7.30 to 8 yes. with Nate Jackson. Yes, every Sunday. So we... I, my weekends are consumed on radio and mortgages, and that's perfectly fine with me because I think we're doing a really good thing informing and educating our listeners, whether it be Saturday morning or Sunday morning. And, and, and people are very appreciative because when they email or they call, they say, oh, I heard you on Saturday or I heard you Saturday and Sunday. So I think we're doing a good thing, Sandy, and, and um, the amount of calls and emails would reflect that. And this week, yes, I, I don't know if we can get all through these, but I have a huge oh, stack. A huge stack. <laughs> Save some for, well, you know what? I'll have another big stack next week. So Absolutely. We'll, <laughs> the stacks never get smaller. No, they don't. So, so uh, okay, Thomas emailed us and he said, I was referred by Parker. Mm. I don't know if that's... Parker from the fan or another Parker. All right. He doesn't give me a last name, but he said, speak with, um, oh, this must be another Parker because he said, speak with Rebecca in regards to applying for pre-approval. She's an awesome loan officer at SCL Mortgage. So, uh, Thomas, thank you very much. It's it's very complimentary of you. I know Rebecca gets a lot Mm. of, Rebecca Sokup gets a lot of great reviews and and Facebook reviews and Google reviews. So once again, she did a, a really good job. Okay, so um, this is from Brian, 402. So Brian is from Nebraska. Uh, I'm interested in a refinance. Heard you um, streaming, he says. So I guess he, he was streaming a podcast and and heard about us. And so thank you, uh, Brian, for we are licensed in Nebraska mm-hmm as well as many other states. So um, we're going to be able to help you out with that refinance. Okay, so Joe emailed, said, I am self-employed, first-time home buyer, would like to inquire with you guys what it would take to purchase a home because (laughs) he says, I'm exhausted with renting and I want these low rates. 
So smart guy, <laughs> smart guy, Joe. Good for you. There's no reason to pay your landlord's mortgage. You might as well be paying your mortgage. So self-employed, we have our bank statement loan program, and uh, hopefully we're going to be able to get you and, and your family, if you have one, inside of uh, your very own home. Okay, so Rosalinda emailed, I am a first-time buyer looking to see how much I can qualify for and the rates. I have heard you talk about something called DPA. Ah, well, down payment assistance, very good. Absolutely, She's got the binocular. <clears throat> Thank you for that uh, for that email. And um, yes, we have a great down payment assistance program. Um, for it doesn't have to be for a first time home buyer. It could be second or third or whatever. Um, and it's also um, forgivable one hundred percent after five years. So twenty percent per year. There's no payment attached to it, no interest rate. It's basically free money. And if you keep that loan for five years, that's 100% forgivable. So it is the coolest program out there to help people get into a home. And a pretty reasonable FICO score as the baseline? It's 640. Yeah. 640. So that's, yeah. I mean, We've been talking about that a lot on the air because 640 yeah. down from 660 that opens the brings door for, a lot of people into the tent. Absolutely, it does. <clears throat> and and these loans perform really, really well, which is part of the reason we were able to lower the FICO score. Okay, so Scott emailed and said, um, please give me a call. I was qualified with you guys a couple of years ago, and I didn't take the mortgage. I wish I would have. <laughs> it was a bank statement loan that uh, I was qualified for at that time. Now I need to refinance and get a better interest rate. So if you could have someone call me, I would appreciate it. Uh, Scott, yes, that he came in uh, the 16th was Monday, maybe, or Monday or Tuesday. So um, I'm sure a loan officer's called you by now, Scott, and uh, we'll, we'll get you that next bank statement loan program. Okay, so um, this came from James. Oh, this is another um, 402 Nebraska lead. James, thank you for uh, getting a hold of us. He said that um, I have a 3.5% VA loan, tells us the balance. He wants to pay off his car loan, wants to pay off a credit card bill. Would it make sense for me to refinance my mortgage? Well, we're going to find out. And there's one way to find out, and that is to do the math. So if you refinance, and um, let's say you're currently at 3.5%, so I think we can lower your interest rate. We can pay off a car loan that's probably that interest is not tax deductible, a credit card bill, and we know that interest is not deductible, and both of those interest rates are, are going to be higher than what a VA mortgage rate is today. So <clears throat> great email, James. Thanks for getting a hold of us. Okay, Troy said, um, looking to refinance my house if it makes sense. You have said that you can do this by doing, he puts in quotes, the math. So if you can do that for me, I would be very appreciative. And if it makes sense, great. And if it doesn't, at least I'm going to know. Wow, this is what we talk about all the time, Sandy. Verbatim, he says that. So Troy, thanks very much for being a listener. Thanks for the email. And we're going to do exactly that. We'll do the math and see if it makes sense for you. Okay. Um, Nolan emailed us and said, self-employed, looking for a mortgage loan. I hear you all the time on the fan as I'm in my car. I'm a salesperson. So 
Um, he's a salesperson, probably paid uh, commission, maybe a 1099 as opposed to a W-2, self-employed. So ideal candidate for our bank statement uh, loan program for self-employed people. So Nolan, thank you for the email. And um, I'm hopefully hopeful that we can help you out. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jenny emailed. You know, it's it's interesting, um, Sandy. I, I don't know the percentage you could probably tell me, but the number of males and the number of females, we have a significant amount of female listeners. It's as pretty well. close to 50 50. Just it, off the top of my head, it seems that way week in and week out that it's uh, huh. very close. I think we've got, uh, uh, well, we've got a couple today. So it might be close to 60 40. Okay. Still, that's, that's pretty good. There's a lot of. Uh, Sports fans out there that um, um, are females as well. So thank you, Jenny, for the email. She says, would like to get into a something affordable credit scores. Wow, they're very high 800s. Oh. So, um, yeah, that certainly is a plus, Jenny. Um, if you want to buy, we can use our down payment assistance program, something that uh, with a payment that you're comfortable with those great credit scores, just about every door is open for, to you. So thank you for the email. Okay. Uh, Lisa, here's another mm-hmm. Lisa emailed said, Oh, get this Sandy interested in DSCR debt service coverage ratio. <laughs> she wants to buy a an investment property. Right. So with that program, that's what we call it, DSCR, debt service coverage ratio. And what that means is that if the rental income of the property is enough to service the mortgage payment, the debt, mortgage payment, principal, interest, tax, and insurance, we are good to go. We can get you into that property. Don't even need to see your tax return. So it's a really, really cool program for people that want investment properties. Okay, uh, let's see. Larry, not me, but Larry emailed and said, please contact me about a new mortgage loan in Colorado. Uh, Unfortunately and embarrassingly, he says, I've been turned down by a couple other Um, Well, one bank and one mortgage company in town. I don't know if they understand my tax returns. Well, you know what? Tax returns can be complicated. I mean, they really can, unless you know. Unless you know what you're doing, unless you know how to read them and understand them. Because if you're self-employed, you probably have at least two sets of returns. You probably have a corporate return, and you probably have a personal return. But if you have other partnerships... Now you have those returns plus the K-1s that are generated from those returns. So there's a lot of moving parts. And and for us that have been doing this forever, we know how to read it, understand it, figure it out. But if the income is not there, then, Larry, we will use your uh, bank statements to qualify you. Okay, so we have another one from Mitchell who said... We are looking to refinance our mortgage with a withdrawal of $88,000. And then he goes on to list a couple of things that they want to pay off. Um, We would like to be able to get this done by the end of 2021. Is that possible? Absolutely. Gosh, that gives us two and a half, almost almost two and a half months, so or two months in a week, I guess. But yeah, it's plenty of time to, to get it done for this year. Start the new year off fresh. And by the way, if we close your loan in November, you won't have a mortgage payment November, December. Your first payment will be due in January. 
So you get a couple months off, Christmas presents, Christmas vacation, sure. whatever it is. So uh, this is really good timing for people that uh, want to skip a couple payments during the holidays. Okay, so I want to make sure I pronounce this right. Benedicta. Benedicta, yeah, that's correct. Um, <clears throat> First-time home buyer would like to get help for down payment. I love these kind of emails because that means they're listening. They've heard about our down payment assistance program, and she wants some help. So we're going to be able to do that. We're going to tell you about it. If you have a 640-plus FICO score and you have the qualifying income, then hopefully we can get you into a house. This is this is really cool. I think we got time for one more. One more. So okay. We got one more. So this is from Lewis who says he came in via our the VA loan webpage on our um, on our um on our website. He said uh, would like to talk to someone about possible refi and a possible VA loan. Enjoy your show on the fan every Saturday. Oh, fantastic Lewis, thank you for listening. Um so refining a VA loan, we could do what's called a VA streamline. Super simple, hardly any paperwork. Now, if you want to want to take some cash, then we have a little bit more paperwork, but not very much. But he's only talking about refinancing, so could be what we call a VA streamer. So super easy. I think we set a record today. We got the fourteen oh, geez. emails. Thomas, Brian, <laughs> Joe, Rosalinda, Scott, James, Troy, Nolan, Jenny, Lisa, Larry, Mitchell, Benedicta, and Lewis. Our thanks, and we'll get to more of your emails next week. When we come back, uh, as you may have detected, a lot of the emails regard self-employed people, and we'll talk more about uh, uh, people wanting to buy a house and uh, still people looking to refinance. That's next. Sandy Clef, Larry Jiggers. We wrap up yet another edition of the SCL Mortgage Show here on 104.3 The Fan. And uh, Larry, uh, 303-790-2222 is the number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And we know that a fairly substantial percentage of our weekly emails regard self-employed people, people wanting to buy a house, still people wanting to uh, refinance. Uh, It's amazing. This was really the reason you wanted to start this company and gear your uh, lending program specifically to self-employed people with your bank statement loan program. Right. And the response continues to be overwhelming. More and more self-employed people, uh, they seem to be coming out of the woodwork. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of self-employed people out there. You talked about 14,000 at one point, and there are more than that. I think there's more than that, yeah. I I, got to find the time or take the time to to research that a little bit more. But um, the number is huge. The number is much larger than I thought. And the, the interesting part is that Self-employed people were shut out of traditional mortgage loans prior to this program. So if you're self-employed, you have a business or whatever your business is, and businesses need capital to grow, right? So where do you find the capital? It's very hard for a small business to borrow money at a bank. Now, there's such a thing as an SBA loan, right? but that comes with its challenges as well. And I could talk practically all day about that, but... It comes with challenges because, you know, the old saying, banks like to lend you money when you don't need money. But when you need money, it's sometimes difficult to borrow it. And especially if you don't have, if you haven't been around for five or 10 years and you show three years history of 
profitability or if you have a building, because they always want collateral. The days of unsecured debt is kind of gone. I mean, it used to be easy to get that, but not so much anymore. So it's my point is that it's hard for self-employed people to borrow money. So then where do you go to get that capital? Well, the obvious place is in your house. Because over the years, we've seen so much appreciation, lots of equity there. If you can tap into some of that, put it into your business or expand your business or whatever you want to do. Maybe it's you want to buy a building for your business. That cash is there for you to do with as you see fit. So that bank statement program has been a godsend for so many people in in Colorado and now every state that we're in. You mentioned at the top of the show that interest rates are going up a little bit. Mm-hmm. and probably will continue to go up. But it seems as if there's so many reasons for people to refinance, not just to lower their interest rate. There's a ton of reasons, Sandy. It, it, I mean, the list goes on and on. Like one I just mentioned, if you want access to that equity that you've accumulated over the years. Now, some people say, well, I don't want to tap into that equity to pay off a credit card. I don't want to put that... 30-year mortgage or 20-year, 15-year, whatever, by paying off a credit card or a five-year car loan. Well, I would say, okay, I get that, but let, let's let figure out what, tell me what you want to do with that cash. And maybe it makes sense to do it, maybe it doesn't, but if we do the math, we can find out. So let's say, for example, that we're going to pay off this and this and this, and you're going to save a thousand bucks a month. That's, a, that's real money, 12 grand a year. Maybe you keep 600 of it and the other 600 you put toward your mortgage each month, now you're going to have your mortgage paid off in far less time right? and thereby saving money because you're paying so many less years of interest. That effectively makes your interest rate even less, right? So there's a whole number of reasons or things to talk about in that conversation with a loan officer um, about your particular situation. What makes sense for you? Um, might not make sense for somebody else, but that's how we find out. We haven't talked about this subject in quite some time. So tell our audience once again the reason or reasons you think it's important for people to stay local versus going online. You know, it's the same. No, we haven't talked about that in a little while. Thank you for bringing it up. If you go... If you do any any spend any amount of time on the internet or looking at this particular thing or researching that, there's all kinds of pop up ads, right? And right now, interest rates are really low, so that's a hot topic anywhere and everywhere. So if you go on the internet, all of a sudden there's this pop up, lowermybills.com, or there's other companies that are trying to get you to contact them. Your phone number, your email address. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Don't do that, folks. It's because a nightmare. Oh, you're going to get bombarded. I mean, your phone is literally going to blow up because that company will then send out your contact information to two or three or five or seven different lenders, and you're going to get inundated. Well, you don't know these people from anywhere. Me, if it's me, I'm going to go local. Hopefully you will use SCL Mortgage, but keep your business in Colorado. And then if you have an issue or a problem or a question or whatever, you can come into our office. We're happy to sit down with you, talk to you face-to-face, shake your hand, do all that stuff. So yeah, keep keep your business right here. Okay. So let's say you're the homeowner and you're thinking you might want to refinance your loan. What's the first and best thing to do? 
I would encourage you to go to myspecialmortgage.com, take a look at our website, see our loan programs, see our, um, you know, the people that are involved in the company. Um, you can see my bio if you want to. You can see my wife's bio. You can see every loan officer. You can see our programs. You can see our Google reviews, our Facebook right. reviews, our testimonials. And, oh, by the way, we have the best rating you can get with the Better Business Bureau. A-plus. A-plus rating. So check us out and then make the phone call. And I would say, you know, if you if you want to shop, that's okay. I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to, but I know that you're going to stay with us because our rates are just as good, if not better, than everybody's. Then tell me what if you're thinking about buying your first home or even your second, what should a smart person do? Well, the the first thing you want to do is to give us a call or call call your loan officer and say, okay, here's what I want to do. Now, let's let's get you pre-approved. Let's figure out how much you can qualify for, how much you're comfortable with. Let's get you out of that rental and get you into your home. But first, you got to get educated. You got to do your research. So so you become a very smart buyer. And if you don't have one, we can set you up with a very, very good realtor. We have several that we work with. And let's get you educated about the process so that you're comfortable. You know what's going to happen. We'll prepare you for for this big deal in your life. It's, you're going to probably buy your first or second or third home. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of payment, but we want to get you ready for it. One more time, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. We talked about it last week, so I've got to bring it up. And I'm sure you had a great time. My daughter went to the game. She had a great time, too. Oh. But you were at the Broncos Raiders game last Sunday. Tell me how that went. It was hot. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. the Broncos weren't. But yeah, yeah. that was a nice day, anyway. It was a beautiful day. I mean, it, it was pretty hot. There was no breeze in, yeah. inside. But, you know, I went with my son, and it's the experience. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, it's it's great fun. I can tell you, Sandy, though, there were some really emotional um, fans at the game. Not always so happy. No. You know? I, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. We had some people. I mean, you know, we all want to be the coach, and we all want yes. to tell them what to do. Um. And. And but there was some really emotional people, and I mean, these Bronco fans, there's loyal, loyal. I think there was only maybe a couple thousand seats that were empty. Yeah. Now we hope that continues, even though the Broncos aren't doing so hot. But um, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. I and mean, your daughter was there. My daughter was there with several friends. Oh, nice. Sent me some pictures this week. Had a great time. Nice. Uh, we talked a lot about it, and uh, it is a nice experience. Uh, you know, I I remember growing up when football was starting to boom. Yeah, uh, you had to be a season ticket holder, as you do today, pretty much, to go to games on a regular right. basis. And sometimes the season ticket holders would give us their tickets for preseason games. Uh -huh. But this was the Giants who weren't very good. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, sort of like the Broncos, really struggling. But boy, they packed the place uh, every week, old really? Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you which know, my no longer exists either. Although the Giants do, except they're in New Jersey. In, the, in Jersey, right, right. My wife would be happy to tell you that she grew up in Connecticut, and they would go see the um, uh, the Patriots Yes, when you could just walk yeah. up, get a ticket, oh, and get yeah. a nice seat. I bet you could. Not the case yeah. anymore, obviously. No, 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 not the case Yeah, anymore. there's loyal fans all over the country. Larry, it's always great to see you. 
Thank you, Sandy. And we will be welcoming you back tomorrow morning between 7.30 and 8 with Nate Jackson on hand for that. That's the 30-minute edition on Sundays of the SEO Mortgage Show. We'll see all of you to close out October next Saturday, the night before Halloween. So, uh, Larry, bring your costume uh, <laughs> okay. next uh, Saturday morning, and uh, uh, we'll have uh, a celebration of sorts here on the SEO Mortgage Show. Stay with us now on 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS 120 